Hey there, it's Bailey Hancock, career happiness strategist, creator of The One Year Career, and your host of The Bailey Hancock Show, a podcast that helps people figure out how to make big career moves with small steps. Navigating your career doesn't have to suck. I'm here to help you learn to love the process. Hey guys, Bailey Hancock here. I am coming at you with a solo episode today, and we're going to be talking about how to figure out what your big move should be if you have no idea. And if this is you, fear not, my friend. Most people don't know what their next move actually should be in their career. I mean, you got to figure there's just bazillions of options for what you could possibly do as a job. And for a lot of us, this causes paralysis by analysis, which means there's so many options that you don't even know what to do next. So don't feel bad if this does describe you. However, today we are hopefully going to get a little bit closer to helping you figure out what that next big move should actually be. So first things first, we reverse engineer your career. What does that mean? Reverse engineering something means you start with the end and then work your way backwards. So when it comes to your career, there's three ways that you can do this. First, we look to your past. Second, we look to your present. And third, we look to... You're right, your future, you guessed it. I know. Um, So first things first, past. What did you want to be when you grew up? I know this is a question that feels oversimplified and like it's not really going to get you anywhere, but I promise there are actually usually nuggets of wisdom in what little you wanted to do when you grew up into an adult. So for me, I always wanted to be a teacher or a Broadway star among like 10 other things, but I'm a multi-passionate. So I guess technically I'm doing what I wanted to do when I grew up, everything. But I think in the teacher and the Broadway star answers, there lies some real truth there. So we'll get to that in a second. Next, we look to our present. So when you think about your career as it is today and as it's been so far, however long you've been working, what about it are you happy with? Which pieces of it have really lit you up and made you excited? For me, all of the jobs I've had, there is a couple of things that rings true. First, I've always loved to learn and to turn around and teach that to other people. In almost every job I've had, I've been in charge of training people in some capacity um, or doing some sort of speaking or meeting, running, anything like that. I also, right now in my career, I get to talk about things that I'm really excited about and teach it to others like you right now, which is amazing because both of those things are kind of in line with what I wanted to be when I grew up, teacher, Broadway star, which at the end of the day, a Broadway star is just a performer and a creator. So for you, what about it, you know, are you really happy with? If it's getting to work with a lot of different people, is it creating new things? Is it anything you want? Pick out at least one to three things that you actually like about how your career's gone so far, whether it's this job or jobs of past. Now, I do always say that it's a great idea to think about every job you've ever had as an adult and really take time with each of those scenarios to think about what the things were about each of those jobs that you actually did love and even more importantly, what didn't you love? And I think when we give time to actually look back to our past and consider what made us happy and unhappy in our jobs, it helps better inform us going forward. A lot of times we blame our unhappiness on our actual job or usually our boss, when in reality, if it's happening job after job after job, if that same thing is bugging you over and over, there's a really good chance that it's actually something that starts with you. And I know that's kind of annoying and a bummer to hear, but you really can't go forward and fix something until you identify the problem. 
So really sit down and I recommend writing out all of your past jobs and then write what you loved about it, what you didn't love about it, about it, why you took the job to begin with, why you left the job. Those are all just really good data points for helping you figure out what about your career so far has made you really happy. And then kind of put a little star next to those things because that's going to be what helps us find our big move. And then of course, we need to look to the future. This one's kind of fun because we get to think about you know, the end goal, right? When we're at our retirement, when we're coming to the end of our career, which who knows, maybe some of us will never retire. I feel like that kind of person. But when we think about even the end of our lives, what will have been important for us to have done professionally? For me, I know that I will have always wanted to say that I helped people and I created something new and put it out into the world. Now, both of those things can come from a million different types of jobs, which is great. And so don't feel bad if it's really broad like that. Um, all of these broad goals can help us kind of hone in on more specifics. So let's think about those three things. The past. What did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a teacher, Broadway star. What about your career? Are you happy thus far with in your present? I get to teach and speak and create things. And what will have been important for you to have done by the time you retire future? I want to have helped people and have created something. So our next step is finding the overlaps from all of the above. So everything that I just mentioned, I literally did this exercise for myself just today. And I thought, yeah, okay, I probably, this all makes sense. But then when I laid it out and actually wrote these things out, I was like, oh man, yeah, my past, present, and future are all telling me the exact same things. I love to learn, which in turn allows me to teach. And I love to help people. And I love being on stage in front of people. What can I say? I'm a total ham. I have been since I was like two, maybe even earlier. And so when I look at the overlap of my past, present, and future, I see very clearly the things that make me happy in work. So once you do that, you can start to identify, you know, what are the underlying feelings from all of those things? For me, it really does come from that sense of satisfaction of helping other people and being on stage and creating. So for you, whatever it is that you've listed out in your past, present, and future, um, reverse engineering your career, what are the overlaps? And then what are the underlying feelings? So, you know, I know a lot of times people are like, yeah, well, I wanted to be like, you know, a garbage man when I was growing up. I don't want to be a garbage man. No, maybe you don't. But what did you think being a garbage man was going to be like. That's where you really get the answer. So as a kid, you probably saw like, wow, these guys are so strong and they're coming around and they're just throwing the garbage in the truck and they get to hang on the outside of the truck. Like what do those things actually mean to you? It's not about the job itself. It's about the satisfaction you would get from doing the job. So whatever that is, think about what the satisfaction and the feelings are behind those jobs. So next, now that you figure, okay, well, sure. Maybe I don't want to be a garbage truck driver, but I want, you know, to ride on a big truck or I want to be helping clean up the city or I want a job that has a lot of purpose. Purpose is a word that is thrown around like crazy, like confetti. Um, and it's equally as dangerous as confetti. <laughs> confetti gets everywhere. It's terrible to throw around. Purpose makes you feel like unless you have that singular thing that you know you want to do with your life, that your life is not important and that what you do doesn't matter. And I'm here to tell you, that is simply not the case. Purpose changes throughout your life. Purpose is something, it doesn't have to be this singular goal that you're after from the time you start working to the time you retire. It's really more about how you want to feel every day and how you're going to be in turn helping the world. 
in whatever capacity that is for you. So don't get too bogged down by purpose. So now that you figured out what that next, you know, big thing could be, you get to decide, am I willing to go the distance between where I am today and where I need to be? How far off from your dream career are you currently? Now, if yes, if you're like, yeah, okay, I really want to be doing this and I'm doing this, I'm willing to walk that gap, that distance between those two things, then amazing. You have just found your big move and you can apply all of the one-year career frameworks and structures to that big move. If no, and you're not willing to go the distance, you get to go right back to the drawing board and keep thinking through it because it's just as important to figure out what you're not willing to do as it is what you are willing to do. So if you realize that yeah, okay, I guess I did want to be all these things, but at this point, I'm just not willing to do that, to do all of the steps necessary to get there. Then cool, you get to cross that thing off your list and start over. Go back to the beginning of this exercise and start doing it again, but maybe open your mind up a little bit more to something that's perhaps in your mind a little bit more realistic and practical. Now, those are dangerous words too because everybody has their own version of what realistic and practical are. For people that are more risk averse, it's going to be not as crazy of a big leap from where you are today to where you want to be. And that's okay. Everybody's got their own comfort levels. What's important is that you find the thing for you that you're actually comfortable with, setting your sights on, and starting to take small steps to get there. So if you're really stuck, if at this point you're like, yeah, no, I still have no idea. I've gone back and done it four times. I got nothing, Bailey. This is stupid. I hate this. Relax. Despite the name, your big move doesn't actually have to be a massive, life-changing, monumental career change. It can be an amplification of what you've already got going on. So for example, if you're happy with your job, you're pleased with the perks you've got, you're pleased with your pay, you're just a happy person in general, you've got it on lock, then that's amazing. Congratulations. That's something that many people are working towards all the time. If that is the case, though, in order to remain happy, you've got to focus on how you can continue to get more of what you've already got or continue at the level that you have been so far. So if you love what you do and you love your work, then maybe you try and get more projects like what you've been working on or more specific to a particular kind of project. Maybe you want more home, more time at home with your family or more vacation time. That's something you can set your sights on and then find out from your boss or whoever's in charge of that, what are things you can do to make that happen? Maybe you just want to grow within your company and keep the same role in the same department, but just keep moving up little by little. That's amazing. That's kind of an easy one because there's only so many things you can really do to make that happen, which means making your small actionable steps to get there will be pretty straightforward, which is always nice. And hell, maybe you're like everybody who just would like a little bit more money. That too is something you can make small actionable steps towards. So if you're really stuck and you're like, I don't know, things are fine, then cool, get more fine. Maybe you can find a couple things to make them better than fine. So, and if you're finally, finally, really, really, really stuck, I want you to sit here and imagine what one year today could be like. So say a year from today, you're sitting here, obviously listening to my podcast still because duh, and you're reflecting on the year that just was. What would have been awesome in your career to have happened in the previous year? Let's just pretend for a second that you don't have to do any of the work to get there, which obviously is not the reality, but we're in fantasy land for a minute. 
what would you have loved to have have accomplished in your career in the last 365 days? That might help you get a little bit closer to figuring out that big move. So regardless, whatever your big move is, never underestimate the power of taking small, actionable steps to get there. If you have this big move and you're like, okay, yeah, yep, I think I'm ready. Let's do this. I tell you, go back and listen to episode five because I have laid out the full one-year career framework there on how you can actually use this next year to make big moves with small steps, which is the whole point of the one-year career entirely. So my friends, good luck, Godspeed. And as usual, please feel free to reach out and hit me up with any questions you have. And we'll see you next time. Bye.